0: Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm Celestina, a chef, dietitian, and total foodie. Each week, I chat with another awesome RD so we can learn a bit more about how diverse our profession really is and how much we can benefit from collaborating with fellow RDs. What up, my fellow RDs? Happy Thursday. Guys, I have some crazy stuff going on in my world. Crazy, exciting, crazy, scary, crazy, all of the awesome things. And I'm going to share it with you this week. So on my Instagram, if you guys don't follow me, check out wellness Cucina on Instagram. I'll put that in the show notes, but I launched what I like to call retreat yourself. So as part of the dietitian collaborative mastermind, which is kind of this subsidiary of the dietitian collaborative podcast to bring RDs together, I've decided that I want to do a retreat, a retreat for RDs who, just want to come together, connect, collab, and grow both in their businesses and personally with fellow RDs. And what a better place to do that than an international retreat. I know it's very exciting. In September of this year, 2022, I am hosting a retreat yourself in Lake Cuomo, Italy. It's gonna be about 10 RDs coming together to mastermind in hot seats to explore the Italian countryside with food, with wine, with all of that fun stuff, bringing the culinary stuff that I love into it as well, a personal chef, and just really having some time to take a step away from our everyday day-to-day business life and remember that we can dream, we can do big things, and. Better to do that with than RDs who are somewhat like minded in the sense that like everyone's down to do this, everyone's open minded to collab with fellow RDs, but then also to be able to open up to new ideas, to new prospects that other RDs with different experiences can bring to the table as well. This is some really epic shit, guys, and I want to do big things this year. I'm not just going to dream big, I'm going to do big this year. So I invite you and any other RDs that you know who would love an international retreat to come to this. Yeah, I'm, I'm just super excited about it. But there are more details on my Instagram page. This week though, it's only the waitlist that's open. So let me be clear, it is a waitlist for it and it's not technically out there yet, but just by joining the waitlist, you get a month free of access to the Kitchen Confidence Resource Library. So even if you're like, eh, I'm not really sure about this mastermind thing internationally. Huh? Then at least you can get into the kitchen confidence resource library, take a look at it for a month and then determine if it's something that you actually want to use with your clients. So really it's a win, win-win, win, 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 win for everybody. Okay. I feel like I've chatted long enough. So let's dive into today's episode. I chatted with Samantha Holmgren. She is a registered dietitian out of Canada who helps people with inflammatory arthritis reconnect with their intuition and combine that with learning health and nutrition information so that they can go out and actually live their lives. What's really cool about this is that this is a portion of her story as well. And she has psoriatic arthritis and understands the challenges that her clients can go through. So. I love the connection side of this, and we're going to dig a little bit deeper into it as well. Without further ado, Samantha Holmgren. All right, guys, I have Samantha Holmgren here. She is coming at us from Canada. What's up, Samantha?
1: Uh, I'm doing well. We've got a bit of snow coming down, which is lovely for this time of year.
0: (laughs) That's wild. Yeah, I guess that makes sense that you guys have snow even before like winter actually hits. Guys, spoiler alert, we recorded this a couple of months ago. Sorry to burst your bubbles out there. But before we dive into any more with Samantha, we need to ask you the most three important questions ever. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Question number one, what is your bucket list travel destination?
1: Actually, my husband and I made a travel bucket list to pick our honeymoon location. Oh, cool. And The next one on the list is Iceland.
0: Ooh, cool. All right. Well, I hope you guys get there fairly soon. I feel like that'd be super cool to explore. Question number two. What is your favorite meal of all time?
1: This is super hard to pick. (laughs) But right now I'd have to go with uh, the ribs that my husband makes. Ooh, Better than any restaurant. He bakes oh, wow. in the oven for like three hours and they just are perfect.
0: Pork, beef. What are we working with?
1: Uh, Pork ribs. Nice. Yeah. That sounds lovely. We actually just had
0: some pork ribs last night. Pretty quality. So I understand where you're coming from. Totally. Yeah. All right. Cool. And then last but not least, coffee or cocktails?
1: I'd have to choose cocktails because I can't do coffee. Okay. Got to do the T. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's totally fair. All right, cool. Well, now that we know basically everything about you, Samantha, tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming an RD, like where that's led you, and a little bit of where you're at now.
1: Um, well, I grew up in northern Manitoba, which is north of north of the fifty third parallel. Oh wow! In Canada, um, town of about five thousand people. Wow. Like everybody, food is always a big part of family, right? We
0: totally
1: go to my grandparents' house and have dinners. In the summer, it was always a free reign on the garden. If you're hungry, go raid the garden. That was always fun. And then I went to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan for university, got my degree there, and then came out to Northern Ontario. I actually moved south to Northern Ontario.
0: Okay. (laughs) So it's a little bit warmer.
1: (laughs) Uh, No. The temperature range is the same, but there's less cold days. Okay. Fair. Last winter, we didn't hit minus 40 at all.
0: Oh, wow. So, And for those of you guys who are solely Fahrenheit, fun fact, minus 40 in Fahrenheit and Celsius are where the two scales meet. Learned that recently. So, you you did the college thing. You moved to a slightly warmer environment, and then what was the next step on your RD journey? Yeah.
1: So, the town I moved to is even smaller. It's about two thousand people. So okay. I was the only dietitian in acute care, long term care, outpatient, home care, all of it except for public health. Wow. So jack of all trades, seeing everybody from prenatal to palliative and Every health condition, but I found I was most able to help people who were going through things that I had gone through. So, whether it was IBS, some mental health struggles, living in our diet culture and learning to deal with that and going through a mindful eating journey, and more recently dealing with arthritis. So, that's what I'm starting my private practice to focus in is inflammatory arthritis, uh, because I have psoriatic arthritis.
0: I didn't realize that that was something that could affect people earlier on in life stages. I We can unpack that in a second, or we can unpack that right now, and then I have more questions. I'm very excited.
1: Yeah, so psoriatic <laughs> arthritis typically is diagnosed between 30 and 50, and there's usually about a 5 to 10 year diagnosis delay. So, wow. it's it often starts between 20 and 40, and it can be younger and it can be older, but yeah, it usually starts pretty young. I had my first flare that, you know, brought up this diagnosis when I was 24. Wow. And I started medications at 28. Got lucky wow. and had a bit of a reprieve for a couple years.
0: Well, that is, I feel like, probably not common knowledge. So I appreciate you sharing, and I'm really happy that that's kind of taken you on this path. But before we dive in any further there, I would love to unpack, how was it being basically the general practitioner of dietitians. That's got to be crazy. You have to know so much information about so many different life stages.
1: Yeah, its you get really good at being okay with, you know what, I don't know the answer to that. I will look it up and get back to you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's got to be wild. And like, I'm assuming people probably didn't expect you to be like super on top of it since you are dealing. I mean, maybe they don't realize Mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? They probably don't recognize that there's so many different life stages and different recommendations that we give for these different life stages. But wow, that must have been crazy. How long did you do that for?
1: Uh, Eight years. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Actually, a little bit less because maternity leave in there. But Okay, roll that in. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's
0: wild. So basically, you know exactly what page everything is on in the nutrition care manual. Obviously, your journey has taken you to launching a private practice. And was that something, would you say COVID related? Because I know a lot of people have started private practices within like the last year and a half. Was that COVID related or was that just, I think it's time?
1: Um, More, I think it's time. Um, I felt like I was, you know, strange as it seems, given the breadth of the practice I had as a general practitioner, I felt like I was starting to repeat myself a lot. Yeah. And in some ways, that's good when you can go deeper and deeper into a subject matter. But I wanted to do something different. So that's what started me on this journey. Of thinking about it. And then when I got hit with the really bad arthritis flare, it got me thinking, maybe I really should have a job where I don't have to leave the house when it's wet and damp and I hurt. Yeah,
0: totally. And finding something that's conducive to your lifestyle, I feel like (laughs) is a lot of the times people's driving factor to to going entrepreneur or solopreneur.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, so... Where are you at in this journey? I would love to know, like the timeline and like ups and downs, because I'm sure there are other RDs out there listening who are like, "Oh my gosh, she took the plunge. I wish I could take the plunge." Like, I would love to know, because I mean, I did this six years ago, so it's mm-hmm. it's I don't want to say it's like old for me, but like I don't remember how scary it was or how invigorated I was. So I would love your take on all of this.
1: Yeah, so I actually started. If I can remember the full timeline, I started a blog um, that didn't have any particular niche, but just to start something and yeah. to create something uh, back in twenty eighteen, and I started going down all sorts of paths. At one point, I thought maybe I would um, be a freelance writer, like writing nutrition articles. Turns out, I hate being edited. I love that (laughs) I hate having to change my voice so that didn't turn out so well (laughs) and then you know tried a couple other things so I started that blog early in 2018 and then at the end of 2018 was when I got hit with this massive flare you know if you think of the one to ten 10 pain scale where one is barely noticeable and 10 is put me in a hospital and give me all the drugs now. Yeah. I woke up at a five every day. Wow. And more often than not, I would hit a seven or eight and come home from work because at that point you can't think, Yeah. you know, you think maybe a couple of words and you're derailed by the pain. Standing hurt, sitting hurt. The only time that it was manageable was if I was laying down, wrapped up in a warm blanket, or in the tub. Wow. And that's with, you know, the medications that I was prescribed at that time. Yeah. So that derailed the business journey because I had to take care of this health stuff. And end of 2019, We've got things figured out on that end, thankfully. And I started trying to figure out what do I need to do to start a private practice. You know, started trying to do the website and blog and you know, the background, you know, policies and procedures and all of that.
0: Things that sometimes we take for granted, but like is kind of an integral part of having a private practice.
1: Yeah. Um and then March 2020 uh, was when, you know, things started to hit the fan. Ye old
0: pandemic, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: And then April 2020, I found out I was pregnant. Oh, wow. Both of those things caused the private practice to kind of take a backseat. Uh, I was a little too exhausted by, you know, emotionally exhausted by world events and yeah. physically exhausted from growing a tiny human.
0: That's totally fair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then as, you know, my daughter was born and we're starting to get to a bit of a routine this past summer where she's actually having naps and I can walk away Yeah, and started back into the building up the private practice. So I just did my soft launch on November 15th, opened up to have appointments available, and then started doing promotional material, uh, promotional activities to try to get my clients.
0: That's awesome. And I'm sure you feel so rewarded, but also it's super scary at the same time. (laughs) Yes,
1: very much so. (laughs) So I would
0: love to know, did you maintain that position at your previous job while you were doing all of this? Because I feel like that can always be a scary point for people as well.
1: Yes. In Canada, we get either a year or eight, up to 18 months maternity leave. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I did most of the work while on my maternity leave. I was at home with my baby. I put her down for her nap or sometimes I would wake up before her because she's a bit of a night owl and sleeps in in the morning. I would work while she is sleeping and then I started looking as well for part-time work from home jobs to help fill that gap. Cool. And once I got a contract with uh, a company, then I put in my um, resignation. Got it. Side note, I'm speaking as though this already happened, but I'm in the middle of, I'm waiting for the contract to arrive this upcoming week. (laughs)
0: Hell yeah, girl. Guys, this is, this is reality. That's awesome though. I, I feel like a lot of the times like business gurus out there are just like, take the plunge, go all in. But that's freaking scary. And, and a lot of the times, like you don't know when that money's going to come in
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it can be super scary. So I love that you did this in a safe way.
1: <laughs> and, you know, I've got a mortgage to pay for. Yes, girl. I that. <laughs> you know, my husband has a great job. It's good paying, but you can't live off of one income.
0: Yeah, no, I totally get that. I mean, especially if you want to go to Iceland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this, that you're on this journey and like still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Are you still excited about this or is it still like, oh my God, how am I going to do this?
1: Mostly excited. But it depends on how much sleep I've gotten the night before. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) If I'm sleep deprived, it is scary. And I don't know why I'm doing this. (laughs) And just let me go back to the safe thing. Yeah. But honestly, it's not that safe because I was starting to feel stagnant. I wouldn't actually be that happy in the position. You know, it's a great job, but it wasn't for me anymore. Yeah. I love that.
0: I think that that's really important for people to kind of realize that. And I think that part's really scary too, right? Like Mm -hmm. recognizing that like you're not, there's no room for growth. You've kind of learned all you can learn. And like for me coming from a world where I was cooking in kitchens, I cooked in a lot of kitchens because I learned what I learned in that kitchen and I needed to see someone else's perspective on it. So I don't know if RDs do that enough. And maybe like depending on the town that you're in, it may not be big enough for you to like job hop often, but if you guys recognize like the stagnation or like if you're really dreading seeing patients, it might be time to start looking elsewhere. That might be solopreneurship or like Samantha said that might be something virtual so that you can mm-hmm. kind of just get a different perspective on something else. So I love that you've even said that and were able to recognize it. And it's also cool that you had a year to like do your own thing in the interim.
1: Yeah, it definitely every time I hear about things, especially coming out of the US and their whole maternity thing, it makes the lack me aware of. <laughs> exactly. It makes me so grateful to live where I live and have this time and this space to not yeah. only enjoy being with my tiny human while she's tiny, Yeah, but also be able to have that mental space when I am well-rested while she's asleep to work on things or even just to reflect on what's going on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is super important. All right, Samantha, where can people find you? One and two, what kind of RDs do you want to collaborate with? And that might even be mentorship at this point with an RD who's like a couple of steps ahead of you. So like ask for what you want out there, put it into the RD universe via the Dietitian Collaborative and tell the good people out there what you need, what you want and where they can find you.
1: Well, my website is samanthaholmgren.ca and I'm looking to meet up with other dietitians who are in the beginning part of their journey or intermediate, especially, so we can help each other grow on this journey. And just to have people to talk to about this somewhat strange thing that we're doing. Yeah.
0: So you're looking for people who are like in the early intermediate. Are there any RDs in like specific niches that you think would go well with yours that that you would love to collaborate with?
1: There's more similarities than differences, and that's something that I learned doing all of the healthcare, yeah, all of the health conditions that we can work with. There's more similarities than differences across health conditions and life stages. Mm-hmm. I guess working with other dietitians who come from the anti diet, mindful eating, intuitive eating angle, yeah, it would be I'm looking for.
0: Sweet. I know that there's a ton out there. There's already been a couple on the podcast. So I feel like you're going to have some awesome connections out there, whether it be virtually or hopefully a couple in person in Canada. That would be amazing too. Because I know that like this past year has really made people open to, or past two years. Oh my God. Where is the time gone? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we've really become more open to doing things online, doing things virtually and connecting with people on this. Like global scale, which is so cool because I mean, I'm grateful because being 3,000, my God, 5,000 plus miles away from my family, like I'm really grateful for that. But it's also really important to have people near you to be able to connect as well.
1: This pandemic has made a lot more things virtually possible. Totally. But it also has emphasized the value of actually being in the same room as someone else.
0: Yeah, uh, on like a weird hippy dippy note, I'm super into human design. And mm. for me, I have a lot of like open centers. Think of them as like the chakras, right? Very similar okay, in yeah. that way. So I have like a lot of open centers, and I need people's energy around me to be able to get things done because mm. I don't have like the like the generating centers, if you will. Like I don't have that yeah. like unlimited energy source. I can I can do things when I'm around people who have it, but Whew, working from home solo is real rough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and see, I find I'm the opposite because I am 100% introvert. Yeah. So, being in, I, this is another reason why I'm so drawn to working from home versus being in the office. Being in a building surrounded by people all day, I barely wanted to talk to my husband when I got home. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <My> stimulation. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: I totally get that. All right. Well, Samantha, it has been a pleasure. I'm so happy that you were on this podcast, that you have the opportunity to connect with so many awesome RDs out there. And I hope you have an awesome day.
1: You as well. All
0: right, guys. Ciao. See you next week. Samantha is a great example of a fledgling entrepreneur who really knows what she wants in her personal life and is able to Think about how that relates to her business life, the flexibility, being a mom, working through and living with psoriatic arthritis. This is a really good reminder that regardless of where you are in your entrepreneurial journey, the reason you're probably an entrepreneur is yes, to help people, but also for the flexibility in your life. So remember that. Maybe take some time to explore that this week and what that looks like for you in your business on a regular basis. Do you want more flexibility? Are you trading time for money and maybe you want to create that source of residual income? Think about what that looks like for you. Let's do a quick recap. One, want to do your own thing? Start something, create something. Two, staying in a job where you feel stagnant isn't really the safest option, especially if it makes you unhappy. Three. There is value in connecting online, but it's also important to connect in person. So do so when you can. All right, guys, that was another chat with another fantastic dietitian. I encourage you to reach out to a fellow RD this week. Maybe just follow a new RD on Instagram and you don't even have to say anything. Just start liking some photos, start liking some reels, and eventually you can start building genuine connection through DMS or maybe just comments. I also want to encourage you to check out the waitlist for the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind, Retreat Yourself, because it will only be a waitlist for a certain amount of time, and you will only get the bonus if you sign up for the waitlist. So I'm super stoked for the international retreat in September, and I hope you are as well. So hop on that waitlist, and you will get more information in your inbox when you do. All right, guys. Until next week. Ciao. Hey, if you haven't done so already, I would really appreciate it if you would rate and review the Dietitian Collaborative podcast. One, it helps out the show a ton in the Apple podcast world. And two, I would love to know what you guys think. Do you like the conversations that I'm having with other RDs? Do you like my solo episodes better? Let me know. I am stoked to hear back from you.